overs, unders, points, goals, wins. We are going to try to figure out where the Wilds stand, both as a team and as individuals, as we go over and under today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, voice of the fans, Charles Stewart, joins us as we go over under, taking a look at wins, points, goals for the Wild, as well as individual performances as well. We are going to leave no stone unturned here today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wilds, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Betonline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. All at BetOnline, where the game starts. Joined as mentioned by the voice of of the fans, Charles Stewart. Charles, over, under, we'll set it at five, one, uh, scale of one to ten. Your excitement for the start of the Minnesota Wild season. Are you taking the over? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, tonight we get tonight we get uh, Rossi in between Zuki and Kaprizov, so I'm already at an 11 for tonight, and that's just preseason, but I'm looking at like a nine or a ten. I think we're going to be nice with it this year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun season. Kirill Kaprizov just makes everything better, and we'll talk plenty about him uh, in just a little bit, but let's just start with the team collectively in uh, some creative over-unders that I have come up with. Uh, the Wild finished the season last year 53-22-7, and 113 points as a team, franchise record for wins, franchise record for goals, franchise record for points. So uh, a lot of records broken for this Minnesota Wild team. Let's start with wins. Now, obviously, a lot can happen during the season. The Wild may get to a point where they have a playoff spot clinched, and so they elect to kind of try to rest up the lineup. Any number of things. I am going to set the over-under at 49 for wins for this upcoming season. Which way are you, uh, which way are you leaning uh, I mean, losing, uh, losing cam hurts. I mean, not that, not that flurry won't kill it. I mean, but I I'm, I'm thinking over, but like maybe by one or two, I think we might steal one. I mean, Colorado, uh, the blues, like these teams didn't get like way better. Uh, but they also didn't get like terribly worse. So I think we could steal one here or there, but I'm going to go over by one or two. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think 49 is a really, now that I think about it, a really intriguing number um, just because, you know, you would expect that based off of the players this team lost that they will not be a 53-win team. But you look at the areas that they are expected to improve upon, that being most notably special teams 
and better performances in those areas could lead to a couple of wins by itself. So I feel like it's going to be right around there. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll take the over uh, as well uh, in that category. Now we're going to go to next up points. So obviously 113 points is, uh, is a franchise record, but I wanted to go to the official betonline.net points prediction for the Minnesota Wild for this season, and we'll see how we feel about it um, heading into this year. Um, for the Minnesota Wilds, the over-under for points was, um, and of course that is uh, an NFL e- email that I was, uh, was looking at, I think it was 100.5. I think that was the over-under, or 99.5 was the over-under for this season for the Minnesota Wild for points. So again, similar with wins, you'd expect there are going to be less points. But where do you stand with 99.5 as the over-under for the season points total for the Wild? Yeah, I mean, that's a real solid number. Um, I think losing Fiala is going to hurt. I mean, he definitely stole us a few games, but preseason, our, uh, like you said, our, our special teams have been really solid. And uh, if our power play can you know, not be like one of the worst in the league and uh, we can kill a few penalties here and there, I really think we can, we can hit the over on that. Uh, maybe, not, maybe not 113, maybe not record-breaking this year, but I, I think we're going to be over. Yeah, again, agreement here. I think 99 and a half is, is a really intriguing spot, but I, I just, I feel like the wild have a chance to, uh, to exceed that number. Um, exactly how you, uh, you ironed it out. Um, let's, let's look at those special teams numbers from last year. Uh, Minnesota wilds power play was 20 and a half percent on the regular season, which was good enough for 18th in the NHL. To be honest, I thought it was way lower than that. And at the beginning of the season, it was. So 20.5%. Let's, uh, let's set the over-under at 21% for the power play. Are you going over or under? Hammer the over on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get much worse than what we did last year. I, I just can't see it. We're, we're going to have Addison on there. Maybe Rossi on there. I mean, we, we, we're, <laughs> there's no way we can be that bad again. Right? I mean, you'd think. Yeah, I, I think this is an easy over for this Wild team uh, because what we're seeing from the Wild on both special teams units that is intriguing is that no matter who's out there on the ice, the scheme looks different. And so not only are you going to have the elite talents of Kirill Kaprizov and others on that top power play unit, it's a different scheme that I think is more designed to shoot the puck. That's about as simple as you can get. Shoot the puck and score. And so 21, I, I don't know if I'm going to try to to say like the Wild are going to be at around a 30% power play. I don't, but they will be better. This will be a better power play. So I'll, uh, I'll take the over there. I think it's pretty safe to say that the next one's going to be an over too. Uh, just making sure everybody is sitting down for this. The penalty kill numbers from last year. Are you ready for it? No, of course not, because it's bad. Uh, 76.1% on the penalty kill last year, and that was good for 25th in the NHL. I bring this stat up a bunch because it was worse than that somehow. Over the There was a 40-game stretch 
in the uh, from midway through the year to the end of the year that the wild power play was operating at under 60%. Just, just awful. And so I am going to, I'm going to make it tricky. I'm going to set the over under for the penalty kill at 84%. So I'm, I'm pulling it up because if we were just to say that it's going to be better than 76, that's way too easy. So 84%, which if we look off of last year's numbers, that would be good enough for uh, third in the league. Pittsburgh Penguins were at 84% for the regular season. So 84% over or under? I hate to do it, but I got to go under. I don't think we're we're third team in the league. I mean, last year was rubbish. Right. Terrible. But I, I feel like every time we did let in a power play goal, when we were on the kill, I mean, it was time was winding down. Some guy was just about to step on and they scored. It felt like every time they scored, it was like, you know, 10 seconds left, five seconds left. So we, and we just couldn't clear the zone. So we're definitely going to be better than when we were last year. Yeah. Um, but top three in the league, maybe not top five, but I can see us, I can see us top 10. So here's, I'll do this and then I'll, I'll go back and look at the power play numbers too, just to see kind of where teams were at. So, The Anaheim Ducks were 10th last year in the penalty kill, and they were at 80.8% on the PK. So if you get to the 80% and above is when you start to get into the top 10 in the NHL. Number one was the Carolina Hurricanes, who were at 88% on the season, which is, that's real good. But um, yeah, it it was the Hurricanes, the Sharks somehow were second, and then the Penguins were third, but... Above 80 is when you start to hop into the top 10. And then on the power play, the Toronto Maple Leafs were the top power play team. Not a surprise there at uh, 27.3%. If you get to just about 23%, the Calgary Flames were at 10th at 22.9. So 23% last year would have been that magic number to get into the top 10. And again, that's a 3% increase over the course of a full season. And for the penalty kill, it's about a 4% increase. So I think it's pretty safe to say that both of those units are going to be better, but we'll have to wait and see. At least so far they have been. Um, let's, uh, let's go to Kirill because I got a few that we can discuss for Kirill Kaprizov. And so we will uh, we'll take a look at Kirill's over-unders as we continue today's over-under episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting information this season. You can find all the latest player developments, plus team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline.net remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games, events, and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And listeners, we've been talking about it all week, but let's mention it again. 
for your favorite Locked On Sports Minnesota podcasts. You can now find them on Roku and Amazon Fire TV as part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. More great local sports coverage 24-7, all free of charge. So download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app today on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Over-unders for Kirill Kaprizov, who is a trendy pick to potentially win the Hart Trophy for one. Bet Online has him tied for the fourth best odds to win the Hart Trophy at 14-1, to one, tied with Leon Dreisaitl and Nathan McKinnon. So let's look at this, Charles. Last year, Kirill Kaprizov had 47 goals. Sensational season. We're just going to go right there. 47 goals over or under. I mean, that's a, he's going to be a hungry man to get above 47. But, you know, if Hartman Zuki, if that line is buzzing with them, I mean, they can put up points and goals fast. I mean, they can really get going. I, I'm just going to be optimistic, and I'm going to say over, just because I think that would be awesome. I think he's got more in the tank. Um, there, there are definitely some stretches. I believe he started off a little bit slower, too, last year. So uh, I like over. I like over. Let's see him break another record. I'm, I'm right with you. In fact, I'm going to lay out a hot take right now. We are going to get the first 50-goal season in Minnesota Wild history this year from Kirill Kaprizov. So take that for what it's worth. I, I've been wrong before, but I get the sense that this one is going to – I feel like this one's going to cash. I think so. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be awesome if we can get a 50-goaler out of, out of Kirill. The the ideal thing would be for him to just break the records he set this past season again, and just just hang another hang another all time points leader banner. Yeah, maybe maybe he just beats like goals by one goal, and then the next year by another goal. So every year he beats it. <laughs> just keeps keeps making headlines, stuff like that. That'd be awesome. He gets he gets to the end of the season exactly tied at the same numbers that he had this past year, and just like within the first ten seconds of the game, goal and an assist, and he's like, "That's it, I'm done. <laughs> Can't do any more." Oh, it'd be. I have a feeling he's going to break it by a little bit more this year. Uh, Points-wise, Kaprizov had 108 on the season. And so let's, you know, because could be more goals, could be more assists. 110 points for Kirill Kaprizov, over or under that for the full season. Uh, I'm going to go under, actually, on points. I think he's going to be shooting more. Um if our power play is buzzing like we think it's going to be, I think that's where he's going to get his extra goals from. But assists, I just really think, uh, even if even if they move, if they, if this Rossi thing works well tonight, and he's in between Zuki and uh, and Kirill later in the year. I mean, he's just going to get fed the puck over and over and over again. I mean, I, I like under uh, on points and probably I guess with assists with that. But like I said, over for goals for sure. I, I like that take because I think what we are going to see this season is some of those instances where Kaprizov had more of a tendency to pass. I think we're going to see him step up and take shots, especially on the power play, to try to kind of be the, the leader for the team in that department. So I would definitely take the over on goals 
be right around there for uh, for points, which means I think the assists are going to go down a little bit. But fifty and fifty is not bad. Um, so he's he's still going to have a sensational year. I'll just, for devil's advocate's sake, take the over on points. Um, but again, like I said, I think some of those assists are going to translate into goals because he's just he's going to take those shots just to try to kind of be that guy for this team. He's going to have to be that guy this year. Uh, Fiala, losing Fiala, like I said earlier, it's going to hurt, and we're going to need some production, maybe some extra production. He's not going to want to lose in the first round for the third year in a row. So Correct. He's going to have to do some carrying. His back's going to hurt. <laughs> well, thankfully, uh, thankfully, he should be more than able to um, carry that load because of, of his off-season workouts. If you've seen him, pretty uh, pretty legendary. So I think he's ready for it. I have a couple of Kaprizov line over-unders uh, to look at, and so we will finish with those. We'll finish with some other player over-unders as well as we wrap up today's over-under episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And as I mentioned, again, for Lockdown Wild listeners, along with all of your other favorite Minnesota podcasts, you can find us all on Roku and Amazon Fire TV as part of Lockdown Sports Minnesota. More great local sports coverage 24-7, absolutely free of charge. So download the Lockdown Sports Minnesota app today on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Seth Topol and Charles Stewart hanging out, talking over-unders here for the Minnesota Wild for 2022-2023. For the top line for the Minnesota Wild last year, we had a combined total of, I think it was right around 100 goals for the Wild because you had 81 combined between Kaprizov and Hartman, and then you add 24 to that. Yeah, 105. So let's go here. 100 goals combined for the top line for Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello. Over or under? I like under. If we're going to – or excuse me, I like over. If we're going to stick with uh, with uh, Kirill getting more goals this year, I mean, that means – Zuki and Hartman only getting 25 each. I mean, I, I can clearly see Hartman getting 30 again. You're playing with Kirill. I mean, you're automatically elevated up. So I like I like the over on that one. I even think Zuki could come to the party, maybe drop a few extra. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. This line just plays at such a good level. Hartman has shown certainly that he's capable of scoring with the opportunities that Kaprizov provides and that he provides himself. Like, I'm not trying to just you know, box him into a corner of like the only reason he's scoring these goals is because Kaprizov's on his line. He has the talent on offense. It just is not something that he really ever was required to do before this season. So he's capable of it. He's going to show it again. Zuccarello is perfectly capable of it. And so, yeah, I think I think it's an easy over for this top line. Now this one is going to be tricky. So this past season, the Wild had one, two, three, four, five, six players score 20 or more goals. So six players at 20 or more. I will put it at five over or under 
Uh, if I could take five, I would, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit the under on this one. I, I just, I mean, of course, if I'm gonna say over on points for the top line, I mean, Hartman and Zuki and Kirill probably, probably hit that twenty mark. Um, that means two other players. I think we're just gonna we're gonna be sharing the the biscuit here around and. I just don't think we're going to have such a top-heavy scoring line. I think X is going to be up there in goals, but I like I like five or below, probably below if I had to. Yeah, I'm going to take the under two because the, the names you would expect, Kaprizov, Zuccarello, Hartman, Matt Boldy, and Jewel Erickson Eck are probably the five that you would would go with. So I think push is the operative thing to do here. The wild card is Marcus Foligno who had 23 this past season. Can he do that again? I see him maybe as more like a 15-goal-a-year type player. So then in that case, he doesn't get it, and so then you're at five. The next one, I think, is the more intriguing of those options. Uh, For the Wild last year, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players that scored ten or more goals. So let's put it... um, and I, f- I forgot the number already. That's just amazing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You'd think I would have written this down beforehand. Oh, well. <laughs> ten players with ten or more goals for the Wild in 2022-2023. Which, uh, which one do you think, over or under? Mm, I like over ten. I like over ten. I think Felino's going to hit it. I could hit it. Uh, I even think we could see a defender like Dumba, maybe Spurge, depending on who's, uh, you know, looking at the power play time. Um, we could have some sleeper picks in there. And like I said, we're going to be sharing the puck a little bit more. So uh, while I think it's going to be top heavy on goals wise, like Krill, but I feel like we're all going to be sharing. Everyone's going to be scoring. Um, no Fiala, a little cold streak to, to start that we have to worry about. So I think hopefully everyone starts off strong and, we should be solid from there. Yeah, I, I like the over two. Um, I, I feel like you're going to see a bunch of guys between 10 and 20 because, like you said, they're going to spread it out a little bit. So you could see a guy like Brandon Duhame who had six goals this past season. Four-goal increase for him is probably not – it's probably not out of the question. Um, so you could have a couple guys on that line with 10. The Boldy – Goudreau, Steel line, however long that ends up being a player. Uh, you could see a few guys on that line with 10. Everybody on the grief line is capable of being a 10-plus goal scorer, um, including Jordan Greenway, who I think even missing the first few games of the season has potential to get there too. So I think they got a bunch of guys, and then you've got the guys at the top, obviously, but I think a lot of players on this roster, and including Marco Rossi, like a lot of people are going to fill somewhere in between 10 and 20. And so collectively the team will score plenty of goals. They just might not have, you know, all those guys that do it at the top end of the spectrum. For sure. Let's finish with a couple of goalie over unders uh, for Marc-Andre Fleury, because uh, that is the one I think that uh, is going to be most intriguing for this team. So if we look at Marc-Andre Fleury, he started 11 games for the Wilds after being traded here, went 9-2, and and uh, some of the peripheral numbers, you know, 2.7 goals against average and so on and so forth. 
This past year, he was 28, 23, and 5. He started 56 games for the Wild and Blackhawks this past season. With the fact that we don't necessarily know what we're going to get from Philip Gustafson, I'll set it at 50 for starts for Flurry. Over or under 50 for the Flower? Gustafson would have to prove himself, kind of like uh, how Capo did when Cam went down uh, two years ago, I believe. So, I mean, God forbid Flurry has to miss a few games, but if Gustafson can step up and show that he's a competent goaltender, um, I, I can see that number being under. But as of now, I think Flurry is going to take the lion's share. I like over on this one. I think we're going to play Flurry. And, uh, I mean, he was under attack when he was with the Blackhawks last year. So he just kept, he had to like he had to kick the kick the puck away, um, and that's kind of what he did at the Wild in the playoffs, and it would allow for rebounds. But I think uh, he's gonna be more comfortable with our defenders there. He won't be under siege the whole time, and I can see him playing way better as well. So that'll make him get more starts. The final one that we'll go with because I just like to collectively kind of marvel at how this was even possible. Um, four wild goalies this past season. And of course it's not listed here. I think there were, I think there were like two shutouts collectively the whole season. I know Cam Talbot had one against Chicago. I feel like there was another one somewhere. So somewhere in the mix. Yeah. yeah, There was some, there was one somewhere. Um, I'm going to put it at two shutouts four wild goalies this season. And again, total wild card, depending on the lineup you're playing and all of that. But two shutouts. Do you feel confident going over that or under that? I'll even allow for the push on this one. I, I, I hate sounding like a broken record, but I'm hammering over again. I just, I feel like two is just so light every time. Uh, I feel like the wild just should be getting more shutouts, especially with our goaltending we've had. Um, I could see Flurry pulling out, you know, three, four. Um, and he's been good in the preseason too. I understand it's preseason. You're not playing 100% NHLers, but you're still playing some good guys. And I believe he's 100% save percentage in uh, preseason so far. So, I, I like the over on that one for sure. Yeah, it it feels like there were like 10 games last year where the Wild had a shutout going into the third period and gave up a goal in the last couple of minutes to just ruin it. So and it was a blowout game too, probably. <laughs> oh, 100%. So I, I think the over is the operative play for that. And the best part is that we are just scratching the surface on the over-unders for the season. So if you're looking to get in on any portion of the over-under party, make sure you check out betonline.net to do just that. And that is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your second listen today is done, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on all things NHL as we gear up for the start of the season. Just like Locked On Wild, Locked On NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So make sure that you subscribe and also subscribe on YouTube here on Locked On Wild and turn the notifications on so you don't miss out on any of our videos leading up to the start of the season. Follow wherever you listen to your podcasts and we will in turn return the favor with new episodes every Monday through Friday. 
as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.